You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Or one of our websites. AskOneRadio.com or Moonstruck.tv. This is a Amanda Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast in Australia. I hope you've had an amazing week as I have, even though we've had some rather inclement weather around where I am in the part of the world I'm in. We've had floods and torrential rain and storms and it's been fun and games. But look, you know, who's complaining? No, I'm certainly not. I've got my health and I'm happy, and that's the most important thing this day and age. If you can say that you're healthy and happy, you've got everything. So it's interesting, though, that other parts of the world are in turmoil, and look, our hearts still go out to the people of Ukraine. This is the most despicable act of war that we've seen in our lifetime, and we we hope it comes to an end very, very quickly. There's no need for innocent people to be killed in a situation when somebody just wants to take control of another country that isn't even theirs. You know, like if they were children in a sandbox, we'd teach them to share. We'd teach them to sort of only play with what's theirs and not try and invade someone else's territory. So maybe they need to go back and learn some basic kindergarten rules of playing in the sandbox and playing within your own area instead of trying to invade someone else's territory. Anyway, we move on to the Simply Tarot card of the week this week, and this week it's the Empress. Now, the Empress is an ambiguous card. A lot of people over the years have said to me, oh, look, I see the Empress as somebody that means there's going to be a pregnancy. In all the years that I've worked with the Tarot, I have never, ever, ever seen that interpretation in this card. To me, the the Empress always indicates delays. It indicates delays in our lives may be necessary. Now, by that I mean if we were to act on everything and have everything happen at once when we first thought about it, we would then find that maybe we would be tackling situations ahead of time. Maybe we wouldn't get the right outcome. Maybe we'd be jumping the gun. Maybe we'd be finishing the race before it began. So it's really important when you see this card come out in a reading, It's asking you to slow down, stop, look and listen. Why is there a delay? What could be the reason? Is there more information to come forward? Will there possibly potentially be a better outcome? So by not being cross about it all, just take your time, work with the energy and say to yourself, okay, I'm being given this little bit of time to sort of sit back, have a cup of coffee, have a relax, a rethink and let just nature take its course, that things will come to me in the right time and life will sort itself out and go the direction that it needs to go in time if I'm patient. So we're going to move on to the astrology section of the week and this has become so popular every week. I have so many messages in my inbox saying how helpful it's been. It's something that helps guide them and make them realise that they're not alone with the energy or the things that they're experiencing in life. 
So this week I'm pleased to talk about, you know, we still have the sun in Pisces and it's the end of the, the astrological year when we have things, when we have the sun in Pisces. We've only got it there for a little bit over well, a week and a half, two weeks. It, it, it changes signs again around approximately the 22nd of this month. So, you know, we're marching towards it. We're halfway through. So we have at the moment. Jupiter, the planet of expansion, luck and opportunity, is conjunct or holding hands the sun, who is also conjunct Neptune. Now, all of these are in Pisces. Now, Jupiter is the planet of expansion and opportunity. It's where we create luck. It's where we can create new beginnings, new opportunities. We can expand things out. It's also the time that we have to be careful that we don't get so excited and caught up in the plans that we forget to sort of a little bit of moderation sometimes is important. Sometimes with Jupiter here, we we sort of want to expand the whole world out and we forget that sometimes that's not necessarily as much as we need to do or we're taking it too far. Sometimes a little bit of moderation is the key here. Jupiter used to co-rule Pisces in back in the early days of astrology before Neptune was the designated planet to rule Pisces. So Jupiter feels really, really comfortable here in Pisces. It's its second home and it really enjoys the, the 12 months that it spends here once every 12 years. Now, the sun is where we know our astrological sign from. That's where the sun is at our, our birth is where we get our zodiac sign from. So the sun is still currently in Pisces. So happy birthday to all the Pisceans. And your own ruling planet is sitting in Pisces now and has been for some time. Neptune is sitting in Pisces. So here with these three holding hands together, we've got opportunities for expansion and opportunity. We've got really some nice, dreamy, creative times coming up. You know, with the sun in Pisces, no matter what your star sign is, you can sort of start to feel those creative juices flowing. You can start to feel that you have much more of appreciation for the arts and the films and music and things that make you smile, things that put pleasure on your face. So it's a time where, you know, you might find that you're watching a few more movies on the TV or wanting to go to the movies or wanting to go out and see a band or listen to more music because this is feeding your soul. And it's really important that we need to feed our soul when we're intuitively being instructed to do so because it gets us ready for the busier periods that are coming up so that we've got this little bit of a time to sort of to take a breath, sit down, relax and enjoy the most magical things around us like the arts, like film, like music, like painting, anything that gives us that creative energy, the things that make us smile. So with Neptune here at as the last planet in the stellion, we've got Neptune here also sort of saying to you, for things that have been out of reach or things that you haven't been able to resolve or sort through, Neptune works a little bit like a fog. Neptune takes you into a fog where you can see but you can't see everything clearly. It's like certain elements of your life are hidden from you at the moment and they're hidden from you for very good reason little bit like the Empress card. In time, you will get all the answers. You will The, the fog will clear and you will start to come out through the, the foggy tunnel and sort of start to see the brilliant sunshine. And when you do that, you start to do this in a very empowered sort of way. You're coming from a position of power and a position of peace where you feel very peaceful with yourself, that you know that the decisions and the choices that you're, you're about to make feel right. They feel right inside out and outside in and, you know, they feel right from the core of your stomach, which is good because there's many times in our lives we need to make decisions where we don't feel as comfortable with the choices and the decisions we've got to make, but they're the only ones we can make at the time. We don't have a choice. This is the best of a bad bunch. 
in some times when we need to make a decision. We have other planets, of course, that are, you know, jumping around the, the zodiac wheel that, you know, we could give a little bit of attention to too. And, you know, look, Pluto's been in Capricorn now for that long since 2008. We'll be there till 2024. I almost feel like I'm a broken record talking about Pluto's ability to transform the planet and that's what his role is and it's interesting now that he's nearing the end of his trains it only has about another 18 months 20 months to go that things are really intensifying with what we're seeing in ukraine with russia and i want to leave that there it's not my place to talk about that i'm very distressed and upset as most people are about what's happening there but it's something that has to be sort of worked out and resolved. And I think once and for all, I don't think we can keep letting this go on. Pluto's role is also asking us to sort of have a good, long, hard look at the people that are governing our countries and our nations. Are they doing the right job? Are they doing what we, the people, require them to do? Or are they only there to feather their own nests and get re-elected? There's a lot of things going on politically around the world at the moment. A lot of people are questioning things. I'm seeing a big shift here in Australia in the way people are gearing up, ready to vote in our federal election coming up later this year, people are starting to sort of change sides or look at things more clearly than what they've probably done before. And this is not a bad thing. So hopefully this is what's happening in your part of the world too, that people aren't just sort of going to vote in the way that they've always done because that's what their family voted. Maybe they're looking at, hang on a minute, my vote really means something. I really need to sit down and look at this and see whether the people that are in power and the people that I'm going to hopefully put in power really are going to do the job that is the best for our community, our nation, and put the people first instead of themselves for change. Wouldn't that be a nice new concept, that governments actually put the nation and the people first besides themselves and their own bank balance? What a lovely idea. We also have Mars, the planet of action, is sitting in um, Aquarius. Now, Mars has been in Aquarius for a while. It's coming to sort of the end of its time in Aquarius, so it's sort of like, Yes, we've got some action happening there. We've got things happening. We have to be very aware that we don't start to sort of have knee-jerk reactions, and this goes for all of us, not just politicians and people in positions in power. We have to make sure that if we've got decisions or choices to be made, that we don't rush them. We don't just do it to get it out of our face, to get it off our desk, that they've got to be the right decisions. Because when Mars is sitting in Aquarius, we're looking for unusual and different ways of handling situations than we did in the past. So we need to make sure that if we're going to come in with some new ideas, that they're the right new ideas. They're not necessarily ideas that just suit everybody else. They've got to be the best that we can come up with. We also have Venus in the last few days there of sitting in Aquarius. So for a, it's it's been a time where we've sort of tried to think outside the square in the things that we love to do. And for many of us, we've ventured out and done different things or we've tried some new exercise regimes or we've gone to a museum that we've never been to before. We've tried to sort of broaden our horizons. I think trying to fill ourselves back up on a soul level after being in such uncertain times for two years, it'll be next week with COVID really sort of started to bite around the world and we all went into lockdowns and shutdowns and, you know, a time of great uncertainty that I think now we're trying to feed our souls in another way to sort of nourish ourselves. So that's maybe not a bad thing. So if you've had that opportunity to go out and try something different, that's really good and great for the soul. Now, we also sort of have um, Mercury, the planet of communication, 
is in its last few days sitting in Aquarius. So we need to be careful at the way that we communicate at the moment that we really do have our listening ears on, that we're not upsetting other people. We need to make sure that we are really listening to what people have to say. So if you've got something important to say, make sure you have a little practice run in your head of how you're going to say it and what you're going to say and make sure that you give the other person time to respond or listen to what their concerns are or what their opinion is on the subject that you've raised as well. And by doing that, maybe we can get some real progress happening and some real breakthrough conversations happening where we can get some solutions and some answers to the things that have been troubling us. So it's a really good time if you want to get something off your chest or you want to go and ask your boss for a raise, make sure you do it in a very articulate, organised sort of manner. Give them reasons why you deserve the raise, not just that you want it because you need more money. You know, give them the reasons why that, you know, your productivity's been up, you've been a really conscientious worker, you've been loyal, you've stuck by them, you've gone above and beyond the call of duty and point out to them how valuable you are to them and that's why you need the raise. So we're going to talk with Salita in Dallas in Texas. Are you there, Salita? Yes, ma'am. Do you have a question I can work with, please, Salita? Well, I just kind of want to know where things are going with me. Okay, that's a very good question, Salita, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, look, the first thing that they're showing me is that I want to sort of suggest to you, let's not be in too much of a hurry. Look, I appreciate that you, you feel that the winds of change are blowing through your life and things have got to be different to the way that they were, and I agree with all that. But I'm also going to say to you, let's just sort of slow it down a notch or two. Let's make sure that everything that we're going to bring into your life and everything that we're going to change or the direction we're going to take you is going to be that we get all of it, not just part of it. We get the full maximum benefit of everything. Would it be fair to say, Salita, in this last 12 to 15 months that you've really been quite surprised and not necessarily in a good way by some of the people that were the closest to you in your life, it was almost like as if I didn't know them. They became totally different sort of people to what I'd always judged them to be. Is that how you found that yes. with a couple of people there? Yes. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to say that you you weren't observant before that. I, I want to be very clear on that. You were. It was just that, you know, it was time for you, I think, to – sort of see everybody for who they are. Do you know what I mean? Warts and all, it's like there's no masks anymore. There's no hidden agendas. There's no illusions. It's like if I'm looking at, say, Bob for argument's sake, let's use him as an example, and all of a sudden you see Bob is not the person that you thought he was, he's not as truthful or he can't stand there and look you in the eye when he's having a conversation and you think, well, when did that happen? He's always been, you know, you, in your opinion, he'd always been, better than that well it may be that he was better than that before but now maybe it's just that you're seeing him for who he truly is so I don't want you to bash yourself up over that and say oh I should have been better at you know assessing people or assessing a situation no 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 you actually tuned in to what they were and who they were and what they their objectives were at precisely the right time so this shows to me that you're right on cue Salita for the changes that are coming up are you planning on making a major move and I don't just mean around the corner or across the tap across the city are you planning to move sort of a long distance away no why no. am I picking up a long distance move or is it sort of such a 
a change that it would be like sort of picking up and moving to a new location, like everything's going to be brand new. Everything's going to be different. No, no that could be true. I'm thinking yeah, about leaving I'm, this area. Right, okay. The way they presented it to me, it was like picking up and moving to another state where, you know, you had to really sort of re-explore everything and work out where to go and do even the basics. But I suppose if you're leaving that area and even if you're staying in Texas and you're going to somewhere else that's a new area to you, then maybe it won't feel that familiar as where you're living now. But I feel this is a really positive move for you, Salida. It's like it's like I can open a brand new book to your life. It's like everything's clean, fresh. It's very rare that I ever say that our lives aren't mapped out for us, but in this instance, it's almost like the way they're presenting the book to me is it's like it's unwritten yet so that you've got the power in your own hands to be able to create your own destiny or create what you want because you've done all your karmic lessons, you've done the lessons that you came down here on earth this time to to work through, and it's like now it's your turn. What would you like? So be very, very, very careful what you voice out aloud that you want to happen in your life because it may just very well happen. So be careful not to put something out there unless you're really prepared for what could come of it. You know, don't say, oh, I hate my job, I hate my job, and then all of a sudden you've lost your job for some reason because you sent that out there. So be very careful on a positive and a negative that if you're sending something out there in voice form that it's what you truly, truly want because you've got opportunities here now, I feel, for, you know, yes, there's a move, yes, there'll be a change of job, but I think there's also going to be a change of people that you'll be surrounding yourself with and it's like, finally, I've got people that are around me that I, I feel like I've found my, my tribe. I've found my people, you know, people I can relate to, people I don't have to sort of explain why I've said something or I'm going to do something. They just understand. And that's really good because I feel for a long time now, Salida, you felt as if you were like the square peg in the round hole. Is that how you've been feeling, sweetie? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you won't feel like that. Yeah, for much longer. Once you've made the move and you get yourself established, it's going to be, you know, we're opening up to a whole new world. So I'm not sure whether you have a partner in your life at the moment, but they keep showing me this beautiful big pink heart. Now, that either means the resurgence of love within a relationship or it means a new love. So you can decide on what that is, Salida. Thank you. That's where we're going to leave Salida now in Dallas in Texas. We're going to talk with Kari in New Jersey in the USA. Are you there, Kari? Hi, yes, I am. Do you have a question I can work with, please, Kari? Um, really, my only question is kind of vague, but I just want to know where things are going because I feel like I'm in stuck and I don't That's know which way to go. That's not a vague question, Kari. That's actually a very important question because there's different times in our lives where we do feel stuck. We sort of feel no matter what my options are or the things that I think about I could bring about in my life or I could continue on with, it's like, "Mm, that's not really what I wanted. It doesn't excite me with passion. It doesn't make me want to get out of bed with excitement. So, no, that's not a a vague question at all. You're at a crossroads, Kari, and you have been for some time. I want to take it back to about late September, early October last year was when this feeling started to percolate away inside you and it's just got stronger and stronger and stronger since then. 
Are you having trouble yes, sleeping? Uh, yes, I do. I have a lot of trouble sleeping. Yeah, but that's been more pronounced recently too, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, this is all part of the changes that I'm picking up around you. Look, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's not, not fine that you're not sleeping properly because it's never good. It's not good for our bodies if we don't get adequate mm-hmm. sleep. That's something that I think most of us take for granted that, you know, whatever I've got is enough. Well, it's not. You know, when you start to really look at it, we need good rest for our bodies to be able to function properly and ward off illness. But, you know, there's times in your life where you just don't get enough sleep. And, and I felt you were a light sleeper anyway. You're not sort of somebody that goes into a deep sleep every night and wakes up in the morning and say, where'd that time go? You're always yeah. sort of very aware of what's going on around you. But that seems to be a little bit more pronounced than normal. As I go back to, again, late October, um, mm-hmm. Have you also had some really strange dreams too, things that don't make any sense? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I want to say to you, look, normally I wouldn't say ignore them because normally I think dreams are a message to us about something that we either need to sort out or something that's coming up or sort of the sorting out of something of our past. But in this instance, I'm going to say to you, this is a scrambled mess of nothing. It's not something I think that you should give any airtime to. If it if it doesn't feel right, if you don't relate to it and you think, well, I don't know what that is, it's a scrambled mess, then discard it. If there's meant to be a message coming through a dream, you will remember it, it will be important, and it will drive you nuts. So that's how you're going yeah. to differentiate that. So don't sort of t- take upon yourself that, gee, I've got to try and remember everything that I've I, I, I dreamt about during the night or something that, you know, woke me up or brought me out of even my very light sleep into even less sleep, just sort of say, thanks very much, see you later and send it back. Do you know what I mean? And sort of then try okay. and take yourself back into sleep because if it's important, you will remember it in the morning. Are you looking mm-hmm. for another job? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I see a new job coming. I'm hoping it's going to be this month, but it might be that you actually go for the interview this month and you don't start till next month, but there's certainly changes coming from the second half of this month, which I'm pleased to say is only next week. So you haven't got long to wait before things start to sort of sort themselves out. It's also interesting too because they're showing me that it's sort of like it's like I don't have any taste buds at the moment. It's like you're eating because you know you've got to put fuel into your body, but nothing seems to excite you you know I don't get up and think oh that'd be nice to have for breakfast or dinner or whatever it's like I'm just doing things in a robotic fashion that's okay too there's nothing to be concerned about this is sort of we don't sort of sometimes understand the changes that we go through that when we're going through a major shift in energy in ourselves and we're going into a a bigger area of our lives or a completely different direction it's like everything slows down or become sort of neutral, and including our taste buds, it's like nothing excites us. We just do it because we know we've got to fuel the body. It's like putting gas in the car. We can't go from A to B if we don't put gas in the car. So that's basically (laughs) what you're doing. You're putting fuel into your body. That will also start to change. So take notice of if you start to get cravings for things that you think, oh, that's not really my favourite food, why would I be really, really craving that? Follow that because there'll be something in there that your body will need to help kickstart the next section. I feel that you're going to become more and more psychic. You're starting to sort of really get some very strong feelings about things. Don't ignore that. If something's driving you mad, 
then it's right. If it's something that only comes into your mind once or twice, acknowledge it but don't necessarily act on it. But if you get a super strong feeling that you've met somebody and you don't like them, then follow that or that you feel really connected with them, follow that, but also still use, you know, a certain amount of judgment with that, but just sort of allow things to happen and develop naturally because I feel that you've got a lot more psychic ability that's starting to come towards you and it's going to start to become sort of almost automatic, Kari, like brushing your teeth of a morning and combing your hair, you know, it's just going to be natural. It's not going to be something that we're going to need to try and work on and meditate and call it in or whatever. It's just going to be there. So you're going through a very big shift of the mind, body and the soul at the moment and I just want you to go with it. You know, don't force yourself to do something you don't feel ready for. If it's something you have to do because, you know, we have to go to work so we can pay the bills and eat and put gas in the car, well, we have to do that then you do that. But yeah. if it's something that you don't have to do, then don't force yourself. And the same with friends and family. If they're asking you to do something for them and you don't want to do it, the answer is no. You don't owe them an explanation. And I think it's time now we toughened you up a little bit, Tari, because you tend to give too much of yourself to other people and don't leave anything for you. And that's something you've started to really notice, haven't you, how everybody dumps their dirty laundry at your doorstep and expect you to sort it out for them and I'll pick it up when it's all clean and nicely ironed. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not doing that. we're not doing that anymore. That's not what we're, that's not what the new Kari is about. The new Kari is about not being self-centered, but about being putting you first and looking at what you want to do. If you choose to to want to help somebody, that's your choice, but you shouldn't feel obligated. Shouldn't feel as if, oh, you know, here we go again, I've got to do it because I've always done it. The answer's no. So I've got a dark-headed man around me at the moment. Is that the love interest? Is that the special person in your life? Um, no. Um, I have a, a partner, but the only dark-headed man I could think of would be my dad. Okay. Well, they just just showed me a loving energy around a dark-headed man. I didn't see his face. I couldn't tell you how old he was. It was just I had a nice uh-huh. feeling around it. That's your dad. He's there with you. He's, he's watching what you're doing, and he's always there for a, a chin wag, a bit of advice mm-hmm. if you need it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kari, I hope that's helped. That's where we've got to leave it. We've come to the end of the show again. So, again, our hearts and our prayers and go out to the people in Ukraine. Let's hope we get a, a very quick resolution there in the Ukraine. But more importantly, I want to wish a happy birthday to one of our producers on the show, Connie. She's a real delight to work with her and, and Dave, are absolutely amazing. And it's Connie's birthday today. She's 21 again today. And I thought we'd dedicate this week's song to Connie. And it's Love You Madly by The Doors. I know The Doors is one of Connie's favourite groups of all time. So for you, my darling, happy birthday. And I hope you get spoilt rotten and many, many, many happy returns. So until next week, bye for now. Bye.